Live from the Tucson Convention Center for the Saba Home and Patio Show, it's every Arizona homeowner's best friend, Rosie on the House. And a great big good morning from my house on the road. We're at Tucson Convention Center. We're here for the Saba Home Show. If uh, you're in the area or region, I can tell you that the uh, halls are full of home service, home improvement vendors. If you're looking for ideas on what project you're about to tackle next at your house or home in Pima, Santa Cruz County, come on over Tucson Convention Center. We'll be doing a presentation at 2.30 this afternoon on the most common mistakes Arizona homeowners make. We'll be talking a little bit about that during the show. The demonstration we did yesterday was uh, I have to say pretty well received. Uh, we filled the seats and everybody stayed and asked a lot of questions. So it was good to be able to have an educational opportunity like that face-to-face with all of our listeners down here in, P- in uh, Pima County. Before we get to like home improvement stuff, let me extend an invitation to y'all. If you're tuned in and you're trying to tackle a project around your house, home, castle, or cabin, and you've stalled out or you're in the very early planning stages, uh, trying to get a project started, trying to get it past midpoint, or trying to wrap it up, or you have questions about proposals you're considering to get for services at your house, give us a call, one 767 I took a long list of notes yesterday of people stopping by our booth and visiting with us, about questions they had about, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Peter and Mary, uh, I met at the Festival of Books here in Tucson just a couple weeks ago, and they had a plumbing dilemma I couldn't solve uh, without visiting their home, but I gave them a couple ideas. They got a plumber to the house, they identified the problem, and they came back to the convention center just to let us know what that particular dilemma was. So again, it's another answer to a question that we log into our database. And we become the most trusted answer to Arizona homeowners' questions of any other location on the planet. And it's all at rosyonthehouse.com. Romy, before we dive in, I want to give everybody a heads up because one of the things we like to encourage people to do is get out and see Arizona. Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you, the event I'm going to talk about just for a minute, it's too late for anyone to sign up for because it's this weekend. But if you were a regular subscriber to the newsletter of the Arizona Game and Fish Department, you would have been given notice. The question is, do you or, par- or your family want to be part of an ecological survey? Do you want to become a volunteer biologist? And they are having all weekend family activities at the White Take Regional Park and the Hacienda River Preserved. You could have signed up uh, to be a part of educational excursions, workshops, interactive activities, teams of biologists-led citizen scientists 
to go on field trips to find and document species. There'll be excursions for families with young children, field trips for those who need or prefer to go at a little bit slower pace. Additional activities included owl surveys, camera scoping, road cruising to seek reptiles and small mammals, evening excursions at night, and it all started with a campfire greeting at White Tanks Regional Park last night. So I hope Game and Fish sees an incredible amount of family participation in that. If you're interested in future activities that Game and Fish does like this all over the state, get in touch with them at their website, AZGFD, Arizona Game Fish Department, azgfd.gov, and sign up to get their weekly newsletter. They're also exhibiting here today yeah. down uh, at the Saba Home Show on the Tucson floor and had a presentation on stage yesterday about dealing with uh, wildlife in the urban areas. And my news feed for wildlife uh, blew up this week as temperatures hit 90 in many places around the state and uh, just the alert that rattlesnakes are going to be coming out. Oh, yeah, they and, are. And, uh, you know, what to do, how to avoid them. And something that a lot of people, you know, automatically think that the state snake is the diamondback because that's the most popular <laughs> rattlesnake we have in the state, and it's also the name of the baseball team. But our state rattlesnake is not What's the like diamondback. A, like a black nose. It's the ridge nose bull, oh, yeah, okay. and it's down here in southern Arizona, Santa Cruz, Cochise, and uh, Pima County, Pinal County. Um, in Sky Islands, you know, they're, oh. they're a very high elevation snake and actually very rare to see uh, just because of That's how okay with remote me. they are. <laughs> That's okay with but me. Mount Lemon, top of Mount Graham, uh, it says Cochise, so in the Dragoons and uh, Cochise Stronghold, those are the areas you would find. The ridge-nosed bull snake, and that is the Arizona State Rattlesnake, not the Diamondback. All right. So all of you getting out like we're encouraging you to to experience the great state of Arizona, beware. Warm temperatures, they're going to be out and about. And you said it's okay if you don't see them. You know there is a <laughs> it's very Rattlesnake okay. Conservancy okay. Group nonprofit. Good. Savethebuzztails.org. Okay. I love it. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. We want to talk today in, in today's home improvement broadcast about the unreality of many of the shows on HGTV. They call it reality television. But on the topic of home improvement and the you know 30 plus shows that can be found on HGTV, we did a survey of all of our Rosie certified partners statewide and just inquired, you know, do those shows help or hurt real remodeling and it was absolutely unanimous <laughs> all the contractors feel like the shows should be considered as entertainment you you need to know when you're watching these shows these aren't fact-based historical documentaries <laughs> these are entertainment shows and it's one thing to find inspiration from them and ideas from them but it's a whole nother thing to think what you see on tv is getting done in reality you never see them 
going through the decision-making process of what's going to be used. You never see them go through the design process of uh, scheme A, scheme B, scheme C. You never see the submittal to the city and retrieving the permit process and how many times the plans get edited or corrected or turned down for revisions that are needed. You never see all that stuff. All the materials and products are pre-purchased. Many of them are sponsored and delivered for free. So I guess we'd, we'd just like to encourage you, for those of you that enjoy watching HGTV, don't take those entertainment shows and try and extrapolate it into real-life experiences for anything you're trying to tackle around your house, home, castle, or cabin. That's for sure. There was a gentleman locally that was on a part of a reality show. It wasn't home improvement related. Um, it was more prepper related. And I saw it. I was looking for it because I knew he was going to be on, and we had uh, done some business together. So I was just kind of curious. And after I watched I called him like, what do you, what did you think? And he's like, because <clears throat> I was kind of curious. I'm like, did you really say all that stuff or mean that? And he said, you know, you submit your talking points. The editors completely change it. They have the right to script everything. He's like, I didn't want to say anything that they made me say on that. I'll but be done. I had already signed the contract to do the bit. And he's like, it was, it was very frustrating because it wasn't any of the message that we were trying to well communicate to the public. But TV producers, show producers, are out for ratings, and so are networks. So they, they've got to make it, in their perspective, the most entertaining, thought-provoking, rating-generating topic as possible. So that doesn't necessarily convert to real life. If you've, I, I told you if you've got a question about a project at home, and then I didn't give the number. Our toll-free number is one 767 4348. Sweet Jennifer's down here in Tucson with us, but we do have a call screener in the studio. She'll take your name, where you're calling from, and your question, and we'll get to it as quick as we can. one 767 4348 We did get a very big attaboy from a caller that called in about a month ago who, you may remember the call, Romy. She was saying she could not get hot water in her home. And I asked a few questions. We couldn't quite get to the bottom of it on air, but we talked a bit after the show and the following week. And one of my big suspicions is when someone can't get hot water in a tub or shower, the chances are that their plumbing fixture is a Delta fixture. And Delta at the factory takes the scald meter and turns it to the absolute minimum before they ship any faucet or shower valve. So when you install a Delta, you have to remove the faceplate and adjust that scald valve to get hot enough water to be comfortable. And a lot of times that didn't get done. Well, what confused me about that particular homeowner is I said, how long has it been doing this? And she said, well, since we've been in the house. I said, well, how long have you been in the house? She said 10 years. <laughs> so Isley's Home Improvement Services deserves a big attaboy because they went out there and it was Delta faucets. The scald valves had to be adjusted, but the circulating pump was also 
out and set for the wrong times. So I got a email, a text from this homeowner just day before yesterday saying hot water solved first time in 10 years. We get instant hot water to every shower and bathroom in the house and it lasts through the duration of the shower. So that's what we're about here at Rose Young House is solving your home improvement question, problem, or dilemma. Give us a ring at one 767 4348. Yeah, if you would like or are interested in a new career at helping make people's place their home there is no shortage of opportunities there's a virtual job fair coming up on april 14th for save a tree they walked out of the studio this morning and said we forgot to mention this can you please uh mention that it's uh you go to their facebook page you go to their events you sign up and you can watch a virtual uh job fair they've got three different positions they're hiring for tree climbers at 25 an hour with a signing bonus crew leaders at 30 dollars an hour with signing bonuses groundskeeper at 20 dollars an hour with signing bonuses and then at chase field on yeah april 27th the register of contractors has a very interesting concept for their job fair that will be happening uh and at the end of the job fair you get to watch a baseball game <laughs> that's right that'll be fun it, it's an apprentice fair where we're trying to reach out to primarily high schoolers or anybody interested in maybe changing careers or looking at the construction industry as a new career uh, there'll be vendors there from various different trades that you can visit with and talk to and then again when it's all done, come on in the stadium and let's watch a game together. Epoch Times had a great article a few weeks ago about the defense of old-fashioned hard work and all the benefits. It enables you to enjoy your leisure. It's satisfying. allows you to be useful to others, earns respect, keeps you healthy and sharp, presents challenges, uh, builds character, chance to earn money is the probably the biggest one that's reality <laughs> right now because uh, – the shortage of skilled labor is really driving the the demand and, and wages higher. So it's a great opportunity to get into the trades, even if it's not what you want as your full-time career. It's a great way to help you get started and earn that income while you work towards whatever educational degree you are trying to advance yourself to. Uh, kind of in the realm of trades, this was an interesting report I got this week, all of our contractors, when somebody writes a review, do not go through Rosie on the house. We do not do our own reviews because, as you've seen, uh, it, reviews can be very corruptible. They're very corruptible. And it's, a, it's another Ponzi scheme. <laughs> and, and you can pay to have bad reviews go away. You can pay to restructure how they are organized. So we use a company called the Guild Quality. You go to them they verify that this contractor did this work on your home and then it's in addition to just an open form comment you are grading the contractor on two different areas of performance how was their timing how was the budgeting how was the scheduling how was the communication how was the job cleanliness so far through the guild quality our survey responses 97 percent satisfaction of all the rosy on the house approved contractors statewide 
97% approval rating. Of, of verified surveys from real homeowners that really hired these contractors, 97% approval rating. And that 3%, it's not that somebody got 3% got bad reviews. It's just of all those 10 areas, you might have gotten a 9 instead of a 10. Yeah. And so there are just little fluctuations on areas of improvement that we use to help improve those areas. Okay, why did we get three surveys in a row where we were only an 8.5% and communication and not a 10 allows us to enhance those individual areas and improve them. So if you are looking to give feedback on one of our partners, uh, contact us. We give you, uh, we're updating our website and it'll have a direct link to the guild quality for that survey update for their, each individual partner. Uh, and so we're really excited about that, but we'll send you the link if you want to give a review right now. And, and, and we looked for a long time before we found Gill Quality. And when they started, we knew their DNA was so close to our DNA in what they were trying to do and what we were trying to do. Those third-party, verifiable reviews and surveys by Gill Quality is just one more way we at Rosie on the House are doing everything we can to be your most trusted best friend when it comes to information and or advice about touching anything on your household castle or cabin now we have karen on hold now miss karen we're not going to have time to reach out to you uh we've got an it's a plumbing issue uh i hope uh unlike the last caller loanne who waited 10 years to call to fix a problem. I hope Karen <laughs> I hope Karen hasn't been waiting 10 years, and I hope we can solve the problem. We're broadcast, and we're going to take Karen right after bottom of the hour news. Hold on, Karen. And she got on hold by dialing one 767 4348 one rosie You can also text questions to 411923 or email us at info at Broadcasting live from the Saba, Southern Arizona Home Builders Association. Home and Patio Show. It's the best home show ever built. It's April 8th through 10th. We're here right now. Free parking at the Tucson Convention Center. Today it runs from 10 to 6. And tomorrow, Sunday, they're closing early. 10 to 4. Because they got some rock and roll band? Who is it? It's rock and roll band that's coming. It's not anybody I know. It's kind of hard rock. Not like... Arizona is Sanderson Ford Country. Romy, I heard you talking to Mr. Pratt the other day about how they're taking orders. You can custom order your vehicle. They're not asking for a deposit. They're going to order the vehicle for you. You're notified. I was just notified yesterday that that Ranger XLT that we ordered, it's going into production. Oh, nice. Yeah. I got to put every little feature in it that I wanted for our guys. Most of our superintendents are going to be in that new Ford Ranger. and uh, the, we, we got one, and we tried it. We loved it. Decided to order another that, one. Yep. This will be the, the second Ranger in the I, remodeling I, fleet. I think that's going to be our fleet. I really do. Uh, so got notice. And, and, and then we need an F-250. And I got to order it exactly the way I want it. And, again, they just said, okay, we'll call you when it gets here. Well, do you, but you want to deposit? No. 
Oh, you're just going to order it? Yeah. Put my name on it? Yeah. Call me when it gets here? Yeah. How much easier can it be than to do business like that? That's Sanderson Ford, 51st Avenue in Glendale. And, you know, you can do it all online, but there's so many things about uh, what's available in vehicles I don't know. The yeah, internet machine I, cannot send you new car smell. <laughs> <laughs> it, does, it doesn't come through. <laughs> well, just to be able to sit there and talk to a salesman, here's everything I want. Well, have you considered this option? Well, this Gear engine ratios, package better, engine or this is the transmission you want. Or, yeah. uh, you know, I, I want something with rear air conditioning ducts in the back. Well, you can only do that if you give up the middle seat in this model. So, I mean, there's just so many details I don't know because I'm not – in the car industry i'm in the car driving <laughs> you're in the car driving business yes you are yeah you do a lot of it so if you're in all in Ford. if you yeah amen if you're in the car buying mode go to america's most award-winning ford dealership america's most ford most winning dealership sanderson ford located right here in arizona it's in glendale 51st avenue it's open monday through saturday always closed on Sunday, and they make it so easy. You'll thank me for this recommendation. Ford buying or any car buying, get to Sanderson Ford. Our article this week talks about the reality of remodeling. We're going to go to Karen right now, but I just want to make an observation as I was reviewing the article again. It starts out talking about how the home improvement television was kind of pioneered by this old house you know, started in the late 70s. And that one, from everything I remember, because it's been a long time since I've watched, you know, the original Bob Vila ones, those were a lot more accurate than um, anything else I ever saw. And it made me think about, you know, do you remember when Bob Vila used to make appearances on Tim Allen's Home yeah, Improvement yeah, sitcom? Yeah, yeah. The stuff on Home Improvement that was designed to be a comedy was more realistic than what you see on HGTV well, today. That, you know, that <laughs> That's be true. true. That can be true. <laughs> well, the thing about the early This Old House is they were really appealing in the earliest shows to the craftsmen and, and just showing real techniques for improving your craftsmen, which was great. If you lived on the East Coast. <laughs> right. <laughs> they came you out. never saw any of those. Uh, Kirk Development uh, sponsored uh, This Old House. On, on Channel 8, and Bob Villa came out and did a historic renovation in the Encanto area about 1986. And at the time, I was working for Mr. Kirk. And so Mr. Kirk and I actually got to go down and meet Mr. Bob Villa. And, and, uh, but you, you don't see much southwestern trending information in national home improvement shows. It's really one of the areas, one of the ways I got the idea where do people go for information about home in the Sun Belt? You're not going to find it on HGTV. Let's go to Karen, who's been very patiently holding and see if we can solve her plumbing problem. It looks like she's calling from uh, South Central Phoenix down there around the Ahwatukee area. Miss Karen? Hi. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How may we help? I'm calling with my, my husband and I. We live in Levine. Okay. And we have uh, moved into a house um, five years ago, and we just we have hot water issues that the water won't cool down even when we run it for an extended period of time, and it's 
it scalds us. And um, there was an anti-scald thing that we took, that we removed, and we have recently replaced the water heater. Um, But in the summer, the water still is so hot that we can't even use it to wash our hair or face. Now, Miss Karen, how y'all have been in the house how long? About five years. And what? And it was what built, is the age? It was built in like 2015. Okay, so it's fairly new. Okay, well that's. Have you talked to any of your neighbors? Are they experiencing the same problem? No, they they said that it's hot, but not like that. I lived in the Alatuki area before, and my water was warm in the summer, and I would have to let it run. So I was used to having warm water in the summer, uh, just, you know, from the heat and the ground heating up, but never had it so that it's so hot that I can't even put my head under the water. And that's even after letting it run for five or ten minutes. Five or ten minutes. Wow. Okay. We have a fundamental problem in the plumbing system. I'm not going to be able to diagnose it over the air, but we'll do the same thing for you that we did with Luan. And we'll get me and a plumber to visit with you, see the property, and see if we can't untangle this mess for you. Because that's, what could be worse than in August, going to your faucet and all you can get is scalding hot water. Well, and I think the first thing you do before we even call a plumber is find out where is the water treatment facility. New development um, in Levine, 2015. Um, are, are, is the plant a half a mile away? Is the plant 10 miles away? How deep are the plumbing lines? My, my what are guess you thinking? is what are, the, you're the, thinking the water it's treatment coming plant that is hot? so close to the property, and uh, the water's moving so quick, it, it doesn't have time to cool down underneath ground in these uh, – oh. And everyone is well, experiencing would... warm. She's saying hers is scolding, but hers is warm. And, and I mean, we see it uh, – a lot in, in development, especially because now so many of the pipes are packs going in through the walls in the attic of the home instead of underground as well. I I really think we've joked about it, but there's opportunity in water cooling technology for the summertime in Arizona. Well, we'll have to we'll have to take a look at it. And and uh, I'd be curious, Karen, if you went to your hose bib where the water comes in to your house. We call it the water manifold. If you turn to that faucet on, is it being delivered to your house that hot? I would ask you to check that. I'm going to ask the call screener to get your phone number, and I'm going to be back in touch with you, and we'll visit some more, and we'll, we'll solve it. I'm not, not going to be able to solve it just right now on air. I'm going to need more information. We'll now, get you taken care of. Water is a big issue in Arizona, and a lot of, you know, if you look at a lot of the headlines, it just creates a ever-growing doom and gloom. Uh, talking about suspension of a development going on in the superstition vistas. Uh, Mojave County tries to protect water supplies against development. Drought forces states to face through tough choices about river levels. And you're like, why doesn't somebody do anything about it? You know, there's a lot of people doing a lot of things about it. And a couple examples of that. This week is Arizona's 95th annual water conference going on at the Phoenix Convention Center South Building. 
And then coming up. Well, I'd love to be a fly on the wall listening <laughs> to some of those conversations. Hey, it's open to the public. Oh, man. azwater.org slash events. Okay. And then coming up, it's actually a broadcast we had scheduled but got pushed back a little bit um, with the CAP because there is a joint Colorado River shortage briefing, and they want to come in after that briefing. That's also open to the public. That's Friday, May 6th. They'll be joining us the following, not that next Saturday the 7th, but a week later um, in studio. And they'll be t- you can join in person at their Lake Mead Conference Room at 7th Street in the Deer Valley area, or you can do the live stream. Just visit CAP's website for those events. I mean, there's, and, and I just wish there was a lot more talk about these events and the things going on at these events. As, as, the, as opposed the, to the fear-mongering. Yeah, and I'm not saying we're not in a bad situation or there's not trout, but there's a lot of people doing a lot of things, and that needs to be focused because it it gives people ideas on how they can improve their own uh, water use around their home and uh, how to communicate to neighbors or other community people in the community as the topic of water comes up. You can help share that information with them and what is being done, what you can do as a homeowner, and just... You know, not not. There's a lot being not done. the doom and gloom of forever. That yeah, people love to... people have asked me as I tour the country, Rosie, how can you be a builder in Arizona? Y'all gonna run out of water? And uh, there are so many states in worse shape than we are. Our, our forefathers, the early settlers, the leaders of our community have done a lot to ensure. Uh, there, there are states all around us that are in much worse situation than Arizona. And there's <laughs> there's even states coming after Arizona that's water right, that's as right. a solution to their shortage. That's right. That's right. All right. We're here broadcasting from the Tucson Convention Center for the Saba Home and Patio Show. Uh, one of the things we'll be talking about here at the convention are the common mistakes that Arizona homeowners make. Um, and I'd, I'd like to just take one area of things that, a lot of you homeowners do wrong under the topic of air conditioning and heating. Number one, y'all use the wrong filter too often. You use spun fiberglass. We call it angel hair. And it's the least expensive filter you can buy. So you're putting the least expensive filter you can buy in front of a piece of equipment that's going to cost you to replace something in the neighborhood of five to $10,000. We would tell you, generally speaking, you're going to be better off instead of spending 79 cents on a spun fiberglass filter, spend about $4 on a one inch paper pleated filter. Now, if you buy that paper pleated filter and you install it and it creates a whistling or a humming, or there's so much static pressure in the return air plenum that it sucks the paper up out of its deformed pleated position into a concave bubble, then you have more problems than filtering is going to solve. In that case, go back to the cheap spun fiberglass angel hair. So if that paper pleated filter causes your system to hum or whistle or sound like it's starving for air, then go back to the cheap. The next thing people do is they waste money on cleaning their ducts okay uh the duct cleaning services 
that you find in the Groupon coupon books come. They pass a vacuum through the registers. They pull the registers down, pass a vacuum through the ductwork, vacuum all the ductwork, tidy up, clean, mount the registers back up, leave, charge you between $175 and $300, and leave. They haven't done anything to clean the coil, the air conditioning cabinet, and as soon as the unit comes back on, your ducts are dirty again. And one thing you need to know about these services is the last thing they do before they leave your property is they make an appointment to see you again in another six months. I would much rather you hire a qualified duct cleaning company that's going to partially disassemble your air conditioning system. They're going to use bacteriostatic soap to clean the A-coils, really clean the inside of the entire air handling cabinet and the ductwork then if you do that, you're going to be paying about five to $700 per air conditioning unit. And then you install a paper pleated filter. Folks, you won't have to clean your ducts for another 15 years. So I would discourage you from using duct cleaning services that try and schedule you to have them come by once or twice a year. They're not doing you a fair service they're not really cleaning all the pieces of equipment that need to be cleaned and they're not instructing you or training you on the right filters to use so you don't need to spend 250 300 a year cleaning your ducts for great indoor air quality just get it done once filter the system properly change the filter once a month and you're good for 15 years there's one little tip from Rosie on the house. We'll be back with more right after this. I don't want to scare our homeowners. I just want to give them a warning. This is going to rock. This is the reason why the home show is going to be closing at four o'clock tomorrow afternoon. This is mega Rosie's Cause Rosie's got to put his hair extensions in and do a little head banging. Absolutely. I guess this is music by Megadeth. This is Megadeth, and their opening act is Lamb of God. So it's, I, it's I kind of say, at yeah. the Tucson Convention Center Arena. All right. I, I don't. I, I don't have much of their music documented <laughs> in my music library. <laughs> I have been. Does Willie Nelson ever sing with him? <laughs> I will have to say I cannot believe how much has happened here at the convention center. They've got a double tree resort attached to it where the lobby actually connects inside. It's great. Uh, they've got two parking garages that have gone on. They've reached the entrance on the back end. I mean, they, they weren't have, sitting on their hands the last few years, were they? No, <laughs> no. They took the opportunity to have no events going on to to really increase the facility. I didn't even recognize it when I pulled up. I was lost. Well, where's the loading ramp? Oh, it's around this double tree hotel over here. Yeah, it looks great. It really does. And the show looks great. And we're going to have someone from Saba on next hour and uh, a- extend a personal invitation to all of you here in Pima and La Cruz and uh, Cochise County to get over to the Tucson Convention Center this weekend for Saba. But right uh, now, Robin, we're going to Robin at one 767 4348 That's one 888 rosie Robin, good morning. How may we help you? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. 
Yes, um, ma'am. We've kind of been been emailing. Um, I'm we're the one with the sewer smell that you recommended a mitigation fan. Oh, like way out in Buckeye, and we put the mitigation. Yes, that would be us. Okay, yeah, yeah, we have been trading emails. Yes, we have. Okay. Right, and it's been a while, but, you know, that's a long story. We we had company, and we had COVID, and we were... So now we've got the mitigation fan. We had an electrician come out and put it on the roof. We could not do what you suggested, which was to plug it in first and test it, because okay. there was no place on the fan to... to to plug it in, it had to be hardwired. So we had okay. an electrician come out, hardwire Good. it. It's on the roof. Okay. We still have <laughs> that sewer smell that comes only from the back shower. Okay. When you're showering at night. Okay, Robin, or, um, we have recommended this step before, and somebody installed the fan the wrong direction. They were blowing air down into the system. We're, we know for sure it's exhausting air out through the top, right? Yeah. It, it's, in fact, we had originally, when we put it on, we, we put a vent cap on the top because we were afraid rain would get in there. And so okay. it was, you know, exhausting, but coming right down and the, the evap cooler was right. sucking it right back in the house. Oh, really that's bad. No, that's bad. That's bad. So we took the vent cap off and we extended we put a two foot abs on top of the mitigation fan to to make it go higher and i mean if anything i would say it maybe is better okay well i think in our exchange of emails i told you if you would do this that i guaranteed it would work so now you've got me in a very tight ticklish position I'm going to have to come up there and solve this for you, okay? Because you've done step by step every single thing I've ever told anyone to do that is trying to eliminate a sewer methane gas odor in and around and about their house, and we haven't solved it for you. So you win the next visit from Rosie on the Mural, and we are going to solve it. I don't guarantee things and not come through, but I'm going to have to see what we're dealing with out there. There's nothing worse than that. You can't invite friends over for a barbecue. I mean, when your mother-in-law comes over, that's all she smells. I mean, it's just terrible. Terrible. But we've been solving it for people for 40 years. And we've developed a multi-step thing. And I said, Robin, you can try this, 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 this. Or if you want to guarantee it, solve it, do this. And she jumped right to the end and did the expensive one, 250 bucks. But it didn't solve it. So we got to find out why.